0: That drink is good <laughs> I just had a little energy drink It's called a, a Zoa, as you call ZOA. it a ZOA. Sorry, y'all I was. I just took a sip before the intro finished And I just had to say it Dang, that is good Welcome to the Tokso cast everyone. Welcome, everyone Yeah
1: It is uh, May the 4th May the 4th be with you You're on a little special um, Star Wars edition Yeah a little bit of talking about Star Wars and um the games. Mm-hmm. Possibly other things.
0: Possibly other things that kinda dabble with the force, the Jedi, the Sith, the light side and the dark. All that good jazz. You know? Got um the only thing we can't talk about, and I'm just gonna lay down the 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 lay down my foot down on this right now before we get too far into it.
1: This I means have means I'm gonna talk about it.
0: No, you better not, because I have not seen the last episode of Mandalorian season three. I have not. Why? Because I haven't had the time, bro.
1: Make the time.
0: I will make the time. It's like start- today, today is literally the time. It is May the fourth. I'm going to make the time today. It's literally,
1: like forty minutes of your time.
0: Well, I'm a busy man, and so are you. So
1: you know, yeah, and I
0: still make time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? I hear I hear you talk about this with our boy Nate quite a bit because he says the same thing as me. I, I feel like I feel like I'm Nate right now. I'm like, I don't have time. Or at least I haven't found the time It's really hard to be Nate
1: Mm. Just so you know
0: I beg to differ because he and I look very very similar too So
1: At least Mm. that's what we're told Like Obi-Wan says In a certain point of view
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will absolutely be watching Season three's finale Tonight But we cannot talk about that today Because I haven't seen it And your boy is not one with the force yet
1: all you got to know is somehow Palpatine survived.
0: I mean, <laughs> that was honestly the one of the most cringiest. That was one of the cringiest deliveries ever. And I and I'm a I'm a big Oscar Isaac fan too. Of Poe, I love Poe Dameron, and I'm just like something about that line delivery in Rise of Skywalker was just weird, man.
1: You know what's funny? I've I've only seen Rise of Skywalker once. Seriously, in theaters, I bought it. Like I think it was on sale, just because I had to buy it because I have all the Star Wars movies. Right, Um, but I think it's in the I think it's in the garage, put away with like my other 4K Blu-rays and everything. Uh Um, Never been open. I didn't even redeem. I didn't open it, redeem the code for digital or nothing. I mean,
0: isn't it just sad when you think about it? Like that movie was a fun. Look here, that movie was a fun popcorn flick in theaters. I enjoyed myself the first go around. Right, like when I watched it from beginning to end rise mo- of Skywalker The or yeah, the rise oh, of, yeah, okay. the lot. Yeah. Right. Rise of Skywalker. See, that's how memorable it is. You for- You have to question the name of the movie because, you well, no, memorable. cause you
1: said you enjoyed it and that's why I just had to make sure that
0: I enjoyed it the first time I watched it. And then when I reevaluated myself with the film, with other viewings, um, I immediately went, um, you know, I immediately went this, this is, this is subpar. This is, This is barely acceptable, and this whole sequel trilogy could have gone so differently because there was no direction. There was no sense of, like, where... where, where, (laughs) You pulled a fast one on me. I was not expecting you to press them to play that. That's funny. I'm going to...
1: I'm going to play that throughout, dude. Just, no. Any Star Wars anything we talk about, at the end of the anyone, and you got a question, anything about Star Wars all you got to be is Somehow Palpatine returned. Ugh, <laughs> come and, they play, on. and they play Hold on, I'm going to let that finish out again real quick because if you're like me, you know, you know when you were sick, uh, when you were a kid, you'd stay home and you'd watch um uh, The Price is Right. And they played the, the I'm pretty sure that was The Price is Right, song when you lose Somehow Palpatine returned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: That's that's actually who who did that? That's amazing. Oh, no, I just
1: I just I just googled <laughs> somehow. Palpatine return and on and, and YouTube took me <laughs> to the first six second clip.
0: That's amazing. That's that's great.
1: I you know man, what it is is I just didn't. It clearly shows that when you Marvel's proven it. Hell, George Lucas has proven it. Like, if you're going to do a trilogy, knowing well you're going to do a trilogy, you got to have the consistency. Yeah. And it's either going to be the same director across the board or it's going to be the same writer across the board. And that's what they messed up with this film, right. this, this trilogy, because the first one was Abrams wrote, Abrams directed. And then the second one was Johnson wrote, Johnson directed. Right. The third one technically was supposed to be... It was supposed to be Trevorrow wrote, Trevorrow directed. But the thing is, is they all wanted to do different things. And so when the reception of Last Jedi came out... Disney
0: got scared pretty much of doing something different and bold. There's things
1: in Last Jedi, to be honest with you. That I enjoyed. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, but there's things in Last Jedi that I actually thought was good and it was pushing Star Wars to something different because Force Awakens is almost a repeat of A A New Hope it is like 100% a repeat and so it's like I I don't want to see the same stuff but it was a good way to establish it and then it was good to go a different direction and that's why like Last Jedi as much hate as it gets like there's probably about 65% of content in that movie that I actually thoroughly enjoy and I wish they would have explored it more Mm -hmm. Um, but Obviously, Star Wars fandom is probably one of the, you know, worst ones out there next to Sony's place. <clears throat> uh, <What>? You know, <laughs> No, let's be real. There's there's some hardcore Star Wars fandom that is, like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. not... I mean, dude, look what they have did to Ahmed Best as Jar Jar Binks and even yeah. uh, the original Anakin, the young kid. Like, they will t- they, attack they you. Game. I mean, dude, Daisy Ridley got off of freaking social media like she disappeared and she came back in the warm reception and i mean and it can skywalker Hayden Christensen. Look at the hate he got, you know, initially and stuff. It's like, that's the fandom. And then they'll flip switches. They'll be like, oh, time has gone by. And you know what? I kind of, uh, the crap, this new stuff is crap, but I want the old. So now we're going to like open arms, bring Hayden Christensen back. Like, no, dude, you guys. It's a cold
0: shoulder treatment, you, man. I hate that's, it. that's what it is. That's, yeah. that's
1: exactly what it is. So the Star Wars fandom is all over the place. But, anyways, they like really, really like destroyed the perception of The Last Jedi and all that stuff. And it scared Disney. And they, uh, Trevorrow, Meg, if you thought. Johnson had some ideas like Toraro's had some crazy no, ideas. I saw the script. Yeah, I his saw leaked, what, like yeah. treatment it wasn't even the complete script but the treatment that they released like I saw
0: some boards like storyboards for yeah. too. and I'm like, like dude, this would have been sick, yeah. but it
1: would have been too much. It would have been too different and that's the thing like I love Star Wars like like whole like wholeheartedly. I love it. But the problem I have with stars is that it revolves around too much of the original trilogy and it feels like the fandom yeah. has too much stock in the original trilogy right. when the prequels came out let's be real before Disney before the sequel trilogy and all that when prequels did I don't know how old you were I don't know what what you can remember but for me I remember just how much people hated it they I hated I, the prequels. I mean that's
0: that's what I grew up with pretty yeah. much yeah. yeah so you grew up with it so yeah. I grew
1: up kind of with both and
0: that oh I was, I was gonna sorry. say that uh that unique uh, soul that unique perspective you know um, in in you know, generation exactly,
1: generation. and so I, I liked both, you know, and, and I started to like it. And see, what I started to like about the prequels, especially as I got older, because I was like in my late teens when, um, uh-huh. mid late teens, once the what do you call it? The prequels were coming out, and what I started liking about it is that it, I saw the, I saw the potential of world building. Yeah, I saw the potential world building, and I loved that mm-hmm. that's what i wanted more star wars because the original trilogy is very linear if you really think about it, it's extremely linear It's focus on you know skywalker and his two companions and some other companions there with you and then vader and that's about it and and their whole like agenda the agenda was vader you know finding luke and trying to turn him and all that like it was very linear um and there was a lot of time jump between the movies that you just don't really like it doesn't it translates well but then it doesn't in a sense you know So that was my biggest thing with uh, with the uh, with the original trilogy. So the prequels had a lot. And I think the prequels did uh, because I saw that potential of expansion when they did the Clone Wars cartoon show of George Lucas and then Dave Filoni like, oh, my God. Like, it brought so much more lore. It brought so much more character them. Like, everyone who hated Anakin in this and that, like, Anakin, if you watch, like, the Clone Wars, obviously, if you watch the original and then you watch or Phantom Menace and then you watch Attack of the Clones, and then you go straight to the Clone Wars, right. like, the character of Anakin continues to grow and evolve, and it's so amazing. So, by the time it finally, in which they not too long ago did the last season of Clone Wars, which finally tied to Revenge of the Sith... Like, that whole arc yeah. was just amazing. Right. And then you have this big freaking time gap of, uh, of uh, Revenge of the Sith all the way to, um, excuse me, A New Hope. And then Star Wars Rebels came out. Right. And again, Dave Filoni had a hand in that too. And George Lucas. And it just established so much more lore. Yeah, and right. To the point where now you got shows like Mandalorian, Ahsoka, uh, Book of Boba Fett. Like, they're pretty much what Tiki. Clone Wars yeah, and right. what Star Wars Rebels is. I well, mean, they're literally bringing F- the characters. I
0: mean, and you've also got Filoni, who's literally at the helm of that yeah. series, that world that really mm-hmm. established what the meat of Star Wars, I think, was always supposed, it was supposed to, to be. be. You're right. Well, well Star Wars was know, always
1: a children's story. George Lucas wrote it. It was a opera. No, right, it as, was a children's. As, sure, it was a space opera, but it was a children's story for his kids. That's literally what it started off as. Mm-hmm. And then they saw the potential of... Capitalism, because that's really what it became. It was the, not only it wasn't so much of the rich stories. It was more of like, oh, what can we do with these characters? Because they when they introduced Boba Fett, for example, in Return of the Jedi, he wasn't in. Well, actually, it was in Empire Strikes Back, I think. Um, but you know, he was predominant in Return of the Jedi. That character, like. Drew so much attention because of the look, the mysterious, this and nah, that, he's got the helmet. You know, at that time, you know, late 70s, 80s, you know, you're like, whoa, what's this? So when they went to do the special editions, he inserted Boba Fett in all three films and even gave him extra screen time uh-huh. because guess what? Cha-ching! Makes yeah, money. Right. When George Lucas first did Star Wars, no one had faith in him doing it. Nobody. They were like, really? A Nineteen? It's the 70s? You want to make a space movie like this? Yeah. Like that? Blah, blah. Yeah. So he had no faith in anything. This is why he was able to. Mm. When he made the deal to make the film and everything, because they all thought it was going to fail and it was going to be trash, he was able to get majority of the merchandising rights, like pretty much own Star Wars, literally, which is very, very rare. And the studio was like, yeah, sure, why not? And after that, that's how he became so that's why when he sold star or uh, the franchise it, it, it was all him mm-hmm. i mean lucas arts all this he had a hand in everything right but going back like the prequels just had all that lore uh uh-huh. you know and i love that i love that and so when you when you do the sequel trilogy they focus on the wrong things they focus on the legacy like nostalgia's cool and you can do it in a way but god dang man mhm that yeah. Force Awakens was just nonstop.
0: Yeah. Tying it back to how we're going to kind of, that gives you pretty much our, for the most part, I think, which you did a solid job, you know, kind of stating your case. I mean, pretty much I'm in the same boat. I think like people like us that are Star Wars fans kind of, I mean, yeah, never mind. You said it. Like the Star Wars fan base is all sporadic and all over the place. But I agree with you, pretty much is what I'm saying. But to tie it back to kind of like how we're going to talk about on the cast today, that gives you a little bit of our initial thoughts on how we feel on Star Wars. Um,
1: it gives the feel, and I really wanted to establish that because I'm just going to jump the gun right now. My favorite all-time Star Wars video game, Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, and I don't think Knights of the Republic would happen if it wasn't for the prequels.
0: Right. So that gives you a little bit more insight on how we feel on the franchise as a whole, being that it's May the 4th. Just kind of wanted Somehow
1: to... Palpatine returned. <laughs>
0: You should just play the whole thing. The the the. I will. I will make that. We just just play the whole thing. I just except. need you to remember
1: somehow. Palpatine returns. So-
0: God, it's so weird. How
1: crap was that too? And I'm sorry, that was like high pitch. Hi. How crap uh, was that, dude? What kind of crap was that though? With like they made you can uh, like Skywalker is it's like an idea instead of a, a people a person like
0: yeah. rise.
1: Oh, I'm Ray Skywalker. Like, come on, Why? dude. I would. You're see, a what freaking team, dude.
0: Last thing I'm gonna say, so we don't get too off, you know, topic from the the center of
1: hell. Star- no, nah, man, it's Star Wars uh, episode today. You. <sighs> You're <laughs> gonna get a taste of that fandom.
0: Uh, you, you're right. Just I just want to talk about some Star Wars video games. You know what I mean? Oh, we will. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Look. Well, what are you? What are you doing? You're rolling. Oh, I was gonna say you're rolling like my man's eating Hershey's kisses over here, and I thought he was like rolling them in his hand, like rolling dice. But oh, rolling kyber crystals. It's, it's no legit. It's it's the kyber crystals from my lightsaber that I brought over earlier. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? I didn't know those things were that. Uh. Anyway, um, <laughs> what I was saying was. I would have preferred when that woman on Tatooine was like, "Who are you, Ray? Ray, who? Like you should. She should have been just Ray. That's what she should have said. She was. She should have because that would have cleansed everything, clean slate, clear close off to whatever Skywalker lore story that we have, and it could have started something new from the beginning. And you know,
1: well, you know what, you know what, I, no know what I feel I'm literally thinking about it right now. Like I said, I haven't seen, I've saw Rise of Skywalker just the one time, mm-hmm. but I kind of feel because I'm trying sure to remember even all the other movies. Like, I honestly haven't watched the sequel trilogies as often because I just don't care for them. I don't care for them. Um, but I'm trying to think, like, are they, did they establish? Because I know Luke did the school, like, I know the extended lore that they did mm-hmm. in the books and stuff that they, like, scrapped and little by little they're bringing, Disney's bringing it back. But yeah, that's weird. I know he did the school, but. Was at the end of it with her being I'm um, Skywalker. Not to get um, uh, political, religious, but it was it meant to like establish like that's the idea of uh, like kind of like a like a religion. Like I, I thought being the so, Skywalker, like you know oh, we oh say like oh, a
0: Skywalker, yeah, like
1: Skywalker is the religion oh. that, instead of like Jedi being the religion. It's now Skywalker because you know it's just I don't know. I'm I'm trying to figure out why. She, i'm trying to figure out why they chose they decided to do that like i don't know maybe if you guys are listeners and you guys are more in depth with this and you guys have watched the sequel trilogy a lot more than me um and read the books the extended books that they've done yeah. since like let me know but i'm just trying to figure out why she did that like i don't even when i watched the movie like i just don't like I th- would... the only person that had that is 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 ben mm. is kylo kylo's the only one, and it would have honestly and I, and I hope no one takes offense to this. Like, I'm not trying to say, like, you know, girl power is not a thing or whatever, or discriminate females in any way. But sh- Ray should have freaking died. That's number one, because she's she's a Palpatine. And Kylo should have stayed, because Kylo had the better story. He had the better arc of the original trilogy, because mm-hmm. he started bad. He was manipulative and destructive. killed his dad, Han, which was crazy. And then he made his way, and he came back and turn to the light side like that is literally yes. star wars that's vader yes. vader yes. is you start off yes good and innocent 100%. you become bad and then you come back they did that with w- kylo but they it was a throwaway
0: hundred percent it should have been the twist because like you think daisy really raised the protagonist but then she should have been the one to make the sacrifice then kylo come out she should top. have turned
1: to the dark side at the end yes and kylo should have been the one to turn back to the light and then they fight and then he prevail that would have been the perfect star wars if you w- if i yeah. would like, right, that's, that's the whole story. That's Star that, Wars. That's
0: the trope, the story of going from the dark side yeah. back to the light, rediscovering. Or, yeah.
1: he Kylo came back. She went to the dark side. Kylo came back, and she kills Kylo. Mm-hmm. And she continues, but the path of the dark side.
0: Yeah, either or.
1: Like, that's yeah. what it went. Not, that would have been crazy. That would have been the best thing possible but they (laughs) it was a golden opportunity but they didn't because they kids want the
0: happy you know light side ending they can't take that kind of heat bro (laughs) can you imagine your hero going dark side shoot bro kids wouldn't like that and disney's all about them kids man
1: i mean like i said they could have had an happy ending either way but it should have been the other way around it should have been where kylo survived because now he would have want now now you could have continued making more movies Mm. with him if you wanted to and it would have been the journey of discovering everything he he lost discovering you know the remorse of killing his dad and you know at the age of whatever age he was i don't remember when he left turned his back on all them and went to the dark side and like you know what i'm saying like there's there's so much more story and so much character development they could have done Mm -hmm. going that route where ray there was really nothing there Uh uh-huh you know she instantly learned everything fast right they expedited all that. Like there wasn't enough. Like I'm just gonna say it. Excuse me if you heard that. Oof. Yeah, bro. What I'm just heck? gonna. I, sm- I'm d- I heard that. I smell that. I'm just gonna say it. Like Ray's Ray. The character of Ray was completely just pointless. Mm. Was just unnecessary.
0: That they, they could have the, the 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 way it ended like made it pointless. She was. I was all for. Her character being a nobody yeah. and coming out of nowhere and having no tie or lineage, which is what makes the Force so, in my mind, mysterious, which yeah. is why I really like that piece. But then tying it all into this is what made it pointless. It's,
1: it's the fact that she learned everything so quick because she's basically Luke Skywalker from A New Hope. But she learned it, they, they, the thing they changed is made it faster. But she was just not interesting. There was nothing interesting about her. You know, the only interest people had in her was like, ooh, who is she a lineage of it? Is she a Skywalker? Is she a Kenobi? Is she this? And, you know. She ended up just becoming another one of those. Somehow, Palpatine returned.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can't get over that sound every time, man. That's funny. Um, I want to talk about some games, man. Can we talk about some Nintendo Star Wars games? Uh, I want. I want to talk about some some Star Wars some games to celebrate because I think. Uh, I think this is definitely the uh, the time to kind of shout some of those out. You know, you, you said Knights of the Old Republic, which rightfully so is like one of the best, if not the best of Star Wars games, you know, of everything that's released. But
1: well, I think what I think is going to be interesting is going to be interesting is you, what you feel are like your well, obviously your favorite. Our or your our prefer, our because very it's the uh,
0: perspective. It's the
1: generation of what you got to play. Right. You know what I'm
0: saying. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why I like, you know, that's, that's why I want to talk about this, because it's going to be so different for us. Um. I'm just kind of pulling up here, like, a, uh, I have, like, a general list of what, like, people's general consensus of, like, top 15, top 20 Star Wars games are. I figure maybe we can come kind of go down that list because I was trying to find something that was a bit more, like, chronological and, like, release order from, like, NES all the way to now of, like, what's been released. Well, and I think
1: before you go over the list, mm-hmm. I think would be best is trying to go from the hip on what you remember Uh huh. Okay. versus trying to call out a deep cut, and it might be a game you've never even played. Okay. So it's better to it's better for us to, okay. to hear what, okay, okay. what are stuff that you've interacted with that you so like. So the
0: thing that's interesting about these games is that with Star Wars, they've quite literally tackled a lot of different genres. You've got, you know, the single-player adventure. You've got multiplayer. You've even got racing, which I'll definitely get into because I'm a big fan of the racing ones. Yeah. Um, but then you've also got some interesting, like, other, like, almost like strategic kind of ones on Game Boy, which I thought were also kind of fun too, but that also maybe my nostalgia kind of running high on that one. So I'd have to probably revisit those to talk about those a little bit more in depth. But what I'm getting at is there's a lot of different um, genres that Star Wars tackled. So it'd be kind of interesting to talk about like how maybe you have one in particular, like you said, Knights of the Old Republic. You gave, you just dropped that earlier. Mine might be in a different category. So it'd be kind of, interesting to compare those two as well so um but to kind of answer your question about from the hip like what i recall are some of my favorite star wars games last time we talked a little bit in a previous episode we talked a a good deal about about rogue squadron um two on gamecube that's that's definitely rogue squadron one and two by the way on 64 and gamecube both just kind of hold equally for me the same amount of um kind of weight in terms of like replay value and in just overall enjoyment. Uh, something just fun about obviously flying into X-Wing or A-Wing or Y-Wing, all these different crafts that you could, you know, fly. Um, it's, just always, it's just always a good time for me. Um, and and the, the, because of how well I think Rogue Squadron 2 has aged visually, that game still looks incredible. Um, I could play that no problem and still get a heck of a kick out of that. Um, but I also remember games like um, episode one racer, which you know the pod racing game on sixty four. That was that was awesome. Enjoyed the heck out of that. Those are those just. I love racing games. I'm a big Mario Kart guy. So, but it's not Mario Kart in the sense that you have like a bunch of items and stuff. You're just quite literally racing. Um, but the speed almost like you, you could almost compare that one to like an F zero kind of with like the speed kind of and you know handling your drift and energy and stuff like that. So that one, um, was interesting. Um, and I still enjoy the heck out of that one.
1: What uh, was the first Star Wars game you've ever played?
0: I think it was that one. I think. Oh, oh no, 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 no.
1: Just so I can establish. No, no, like, no. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. Here,
0: let me, let me, let me, let me think. I'll
1: okay. give you mine while you we debate and figure out which one. Mine. Okay, hang on, I got it. You I got, got it? it.
0: I got it. I got three that are kind of like in like the same. It's hard for me because like in this time window, it's hard for me to remember like which one it was first. But I remember the three distinctively that I played. It, they were on sixty four. It was episode one racer, mm-hmm. um, it was shadows of the empire, um, and um, Rogue Squadron one. Those were the three that I remember playing oh, the most. Yes. Of. Yeah, shadows of the empire was sick.
1: So my first Star Wars game ever was the Star Wars arcade.
0: Yes, you know, okay. So my dad actually had the Mame emulator or arcade emulator on his Windows ninety five. Machine mm. back then And uh he let me play The heck out of that He even had like a little Freaking joystick That you hooked up to it So I was like Quite literally piloting The X-Wing constantly um On that game Yeah that was the one With like the, the red Blue laser lines On the black mm-hmm. Yep Mm-hmm. Yep I yeah. played the heck Out of that one too Yeah I
1: played that one I used to live in Gilroy And in um, Not too far From From my house And there was like A movie theater Back when movie theaters Were like mm. Built underground They were like mm. Sloped down They weren't stadium seating um, next to it was the arcade, and um, that would, they had like Tron and all that, and mm-hmm. that one—that's uh, the very first Star Wars game I ever played. And then after that, I did briefly play the NES one that they did, um, but I was very very young still. It wasn't until um, Super Star Wars on Super yep. NES that I played, which was pretty freaking hard. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, but um, but yeah, no, it all it was all from there. Just the SNES ones, anything that was SNES Super Star Wars, um, Super, uh, what do you call it? Empire Strikes Back. They did the uh, Return of the Jedi, um, Super, um, that's where it all started. And then the time when I went to 3D, I think it was around the, I think shadows of the empire was the first one i went to 3d Mm -hmm. but there was one on playstation called masters of Teras kasi it was a fighting game it was super dope it was polygonal um i'll show you what it looks like right here but i used to have that one and i freaking loved it um and it had a lot of like characters from the extended universe that they were doing in the books and even some in the comics um but those that knows what I'm talking about, it's... uh. So I'll show you the cover right here so you can see it. But you can Google Masters of Terrace Cast." I think I remember seeing that. Yeah, and it was a 3D fighting game. It was around that time when they were trying to do these 3D fighting games. And so what was dope was that was one of the first ones that introduced Johto Cast, which was like a variant of... Uh, if I remember correctly, was like a variant of Boba Fett. Um, and then you also had... Uh, mara jade
0: yeah Mar- that's that,
1: that was, was supposed Luke to skywalker's be wife, wife yeah in the lead now considered the EU. legends yeah um but and so she was dope in that as a as a fighter but no you had a lot of cool things there that's neat um but yeah no so a lot i did a lot i i honestly back in the 90s and early 2000s to your point on the games that you were talking about um When Lucas Arts actually had a hand in it, because George, even George Lucas himself, was kind of involved in most games Mm -hmm. because he owned everything, right? So he, they had to get the uh, approval, just the blessing,
0: Mm -hmm. pretty
1: much. Yep. Um. Yeah, no, those games were the ones that really stood out, and there was a lot on PC. It's just unfortunate I didn't have a PC. Mm -hmm. Like they had the X Wings, they had the Tie Fighter. They were kind of like almost like flight sims and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I never got to play those because I didn't have uh, a PC Mm -hmm. around that time.
0: Yep. I, I'm a big fan, I think... Those are the three that I remember playing, right? That I told you just now. The Episode 1 Pod Racer game, um, Shadows of the Empire, um, and Rogue Squadron.
1: Rogue Squadron was a big one, man. Yeah.
0: I still remember to this day, like, the first time opening up, like, that playing that game and flying the X-Wing, and I'm just like, this is sick.
1: I think late 90s was peak. Yes. Because not only did you have like Rogue Squadron the fighting game like we said uh not but you also had the Jedi Knight series coming out I don't know if you ever played those but it was originally on PlayStation I remember playing PlayStation it was like it reminded me of like Doom and Quake and like Return of Wolfenstein but it was called Dark Forces and it was a first person like shooter but it played just like what do you call it like like Doom it was crazy and then they made a sequel to it but that's the first time they dubbed the Jedi Knight Mm-hmm. Um, which was really awesome, and then in 2002 they made Jedi Knight Jedi Outcast, which was like a yeah, third person. I have it on Switch game. actually. Yeah, they re-released yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. them on Switch. Yeah, I have it on Switch. Uh, and then they did Jedi Academy and all that, which I believe is also on the Switch now. So if you haven't played those, check them out. They actually have on the Switch if you play Switch, but also the other consoles, they have the Star Wars um, packs on there. Uh-huh. Um, it's actually, it's. I think it's. I don't know if it's on sale. So I'll check right now, but. Dude, they they brought back some really good games for uh, for the modern era. I agree, but I think the late '90s really introduced a lot of those uh, interesting um, interesting games. Did you ever do the Starfighter? Starfighter. Uh, it was like heavily influenced. Uh, it was Star Wars Starfighter. It on PS2, Xbox. Uh, it was arcade. I don't know if they ever brought it to GameCube. I don't think they did. I thought they did, but I guess not. I'm looking at the list of it right now and i don't see gamecube but it had uh i used to work at gamestop so to help you with the cover um it had the naboo starfighter in front of it
0: yes 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 yes. i do remember that hold on wait i do remember that It was it was it was the battle for naboo
1: no it was a different game it was called they it was just starfighter um oh wait
0: you, you said gamecube or ps2
1: it was on pieces so yeah. this one right here I'll show you that's what it looked like.
0: I do remember that one, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of this one right here. Battle for Naboo.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's a different one.
0: Yeah, I had fun with that one, too, actually. I remember playing that one. But not as much as the other three I mentioned, but yeah. Factor Five, man, that was the developer for a lot of these games. And I don't think Factor Five's around anymore, are they?
1: Well, the last they got, I think they got bought by, by Sony. Because the last game they made, the last game I can remember is Lair, which was supposed to be like a Rogue Squadron, but with dragons. And it was her PS3, and um, they heavily focused on um, using the motion, the six-axis motion control on the PS3, which did not work well. And that was the only way to play it, which a lot of people were pissed. And then eventually they released a patch where you can actually... Uh, yeah,
0: Factor 5 is defunct as of 2009. Yeah. Um, what was the last game they made? The last game that they made... Let me go down their timeline here. Was it
1: Lair?
0: Uh, him? <laughs> it was... Yeah, Lair for ps3 and then the last star wars game was rogue squadron 3 rebel strike the one we Mm -hmm. talked about (laughs) last time
1: so real quick just to go back uh right now on the nintendo switch um i actually might cop this because i don't think i have all of them but they have the heritage pack on nintendo switch on sale right now okay 50 percent off normally normally 80 it's 40 bucks so what do you get Um, whoa Star Wars Republic Commando, which was a really awesome game. First-person shooter, squad tactical. I mm. loved it on Xbox. You get uh, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast. Uh-huh. The Force Unleashed, which I haven't got to that one yet.
0: You haven't played The Force Unleashed? No, no, no. I haven't got to oh, talking oh, about oh, it yet. Oh, okay. Um, and then Knights
1: of the Republic, one of the arguably the best Star Wars game ever made. Mm. Knights of the Republic 2, and then Star Wars Racer, which was yeah. a pod right. racing one. Right. Yeah, that's 40 bucks right now, which is actually really cool. If you already have some of those or don't want to get all of them, all the other ones, they are sold individually. Some are 50% off and some are 35% off. Uh-huh. The only thing I will say, though, with the Force Unleashed on the Switch, um, it is not the best one to get. Mm. Because if I remember correctly, it's still like the Wii version, uh-huh. which um, is a completely version. It's a different, different version, version from, from, from the, yeah, PS3. Original.
0: and Yeah, yeah. From PS3, 360. So check those
1: out. I don't know. Um, I didn't take a look at how long the cell is. Oh, it a six days. so you have about, you're about a week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Force Unleashed was one of my other favorite Star Wars games. I think that was the one that really, um, when it dropped, it really kind of brought back um, third-person adventure.
0: What was interesting for me about that game was that it was pretty much like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of game. If you played, like... X route or in some game was it if I remember correctly was it only the ending that pretty much allowed you to choose the, the outcome was or was it like throughout the game if you did you know X amount of different decisions there was the- a
1: few decisions but ultimately at the end it was you, you just had that quick choice you either side with Vader or side with pappleton mm-hmm.
0: I liked I like that though
1: so fun fact I don't know if oh excuse me, <clears throat> I don't know if you know this
0: my man's eating too many Hershey's kisses
1: uh, no you know what it was the energy drink I think um, shout outs to Zoa <laughs> Yep, Dwayne Johnson. Um, no, fun fact about Force Unleashed. Before Disney bought and, like, restructured the whole, like, you know, timeline of Star Wars to fit whatever they, you know, simplified it, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, the Force unleash, the original ending uh-huh. of the game was 100% approved by Star Wars. I mean, by Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's Star Wars. Lucas. By George Lucas to as... Canon. To be canon. Because in the game, it also establishes Leia and Bail Organa. Right, right, right. And they established the rebellion. Mm-hmm. and And if you... Play the game. Spoiler: If you haven't beaten it, but who hasn't de- Depending on what, no matter what the choice you do, like Starkiller ends up getting killed regardless. Right. So it was supposed to be an isolated game. It was supposed to be an isolated story, mm-hmm. um and so that's why you wouldn't see Starkiller in any of the other movies. But that whole, the big thing was the the birth of the rebellion. The birth of
0: the rebellion. The story that he went through that yeah. kind of kickstarted and initiated pretty much the whole four, five, six movies. Yeah, yeah.
1: And what I loved about it too, though, what was cool about Force uh, Unleash is they release post DLC mm-hmm. so if you decided to go to the alternate story where you side with um, I think Vader and you kill Palpatine uh-huh. or you kill Vader and Palpatine still lives and he like controls you he takes over you or whatever Yeah, and you become like super Sith uh-huh. which <laughs> he's got some really interesting outfits uh-huh. which mind you uh, if you watch uh, I believe it's um, uh, Andor there's a there's a there's a collector of sorts, and one of the there's a suit that you get in the post DLC of the Force Unleashed for Starkiller. That suit that he has, which looks pretty awesome, is uh, there's a version of it in the show. No kidding, like, really, real, yeah. So will have to it. So, re- to revisit so that, that everyone was kind of a little bit like, wait, 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 wait. Is, is is this going to be canon at some point, or what's going on? Because there's the suit. Um, so that was pretty. Uh, so that was pretty awesome, uh, but what I loved about it is that it, the DLC continued the alternate storyline, the alternate uh-huh. timeline. So you actually fight like Luke Skywalker and you take him out. Yeah, the DLC has. I don't know if you ever played, it, but oh, like, I haven't played the DLC. Oh, yet. dude, you I got to you gotta that. play that. Yeah, they made the Ultimate Sith Edition. I don't know if that's included in the newer versions. I have. I still have it for, actually for three sixty. So there's an option there. But, uh, yeah, no, it it's, it had, like, this whole, like, alternate timeline that you can do, which was really awesome. But uh-huh. I really enjoyed the mechanics that they used and the gameplay for Force Unleash. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get too much into the second one because I felt like it was unnecessary for me.
0: Well, especially considering that like, you knew the story or the outcome of what StarCode was supposed to be. Like, yeah. he's dead regardless, right? Like,
1: well, they found a way to... I don't have it all set up. Somehow he he returned.
0: (laughs) You missed it. Perfect Uh, opportunity. Somehow Starkiller returned. I was too
1: relaxed. Here, I'll do a posting. I don't care. Somehow Palpatine returned. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what's funny? (laughs) somehow Starkiller returned, he returned the same way yeah. that Palpatine returned. It was a clone. That was, that was It was a clone. That was, that was, <laughs> clones are too much. They need to stop cl- with the clones. They need some
0: of the clones, man. Well, that, it, It's kind of funny because they're talking about that in Mandalorian. They're like, yo. You stop. can't talk
1: about it because you haven't seen the last episode, so... Sh-
0: mm, you're right.
1: You're right. Stop talking.
0: You're right. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, anywho. Um, something I want to point out really quickly is like, you talked a lot about mechanics on, you know, the Force Unleashed, which I feel is what made that game, like, really stand out and kind of, I feel like, in my opinion, kind of paved the way forward for games, like, for, like, Respawn to make, like, Jedi Fallen Order and now Survivor, which is out, um, kind of expanding on the whole single-player adventure experience uh, of what it's like to be a Jedi or someone, a a saber-wielder. Those games, as great as they are, I feel like can be a little bit maybe intimidating or a bit much for somebody who wants to enjoy, you know, a, I mean, Star Wars is for everyone, for family, for, you know, for very pro players, for, you know, it's for it's for everybody is what I'm trying to say. So, a game that I feel like we both haven't talked about that I really want to make sure we shine some light on because there's no way you could talk about a Star Wars series of games without mentioning it is the Lego Star Wars games. Those games, hands down.
1: Oh, I was not expecting
0: that. It, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's surprising that you forgot about it because, like, those games... No, I didn't forget
1: about it. There's actually a different... I, I feel... The statement. I, I agree with your sentiment. Yeah, yeah. And I'll let you. We'll we'll talk about the Legos games, but the the way you built that up, I feel there's one particular Star Wars uh, video game genre franchise that if you you cannot talk about Star Wars games without talking about it. But
0: what was it? I'm curious.
1: Battlefront. Oh, Battlefront. Yes. Yeah. Battlefront yeah. is like the apex peak of mm-hmm. everything star wars depending mm-hmm. on which ones you play of course but I but anyway yeah i
0: mean both are great i think we're definitely talking about still very different you know well they all play different they, 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 they all, all play they i all mean play H, different here, yeah,
1: they, yeah they they knock on every genre but it's it's one of those things like when you t- when you think star wars like mainstream and everything Mm-hmm. it's Battlefront, or in this case, yeah, I think maybe LEGO would be your next closest one.
0: And the reason I pick LEGO Star Wars is because that game is so simple to pick up and play. I mean, they, for crying out loud, they have it on iOS and Android. If the original LEGO Star Wars, you know, the original you know trilogy and the prequels. Um, you could buy those, I think, for $5 on iOS or Android. It's super cheap. And it's like two-button controls pretty much, like NES style, right? You don't need very much to play them. And mind you, in my own experience, too, people that I've played Lego Star Wars with in multiplayer, they're not even the biggest Star Wars fans, but they like those games because of how witty, humorous, engaging, simple they are to play. And they're funny. Like, I I just, I think, you know, when, at least when I think of, humorous i think of like at least the original lego star wars games there's the new skywalker saga saga which i actually enjoyed because it but it's a little bit different from what i'm thinking of with the original <laughs> lego star wars i was just gonna bring up huh yeah I was just go, go ahead to, go ahead i will
1: say i'm gonna let my age show a little bit so i think the simplicity of the original star wars games are for me peak they're fantastic right. it's the, the lego star wars lego star wars original trilogy because lego star wars the first one they did was prequels because came out when the movies then they went back to the original trilogy. Then they did the complete saga, which was fantastic. Yep. Nope. That's, After that's that, bad. they tried the Clone Wars, the, like the animated, and they started implementing new things, which wasn't too bad. Um, And then when they did Force Awakens, they started to add a little bit you more. lost
0: me at that point. Yeah.
1: The and then they did really the newest one, the Skywalker. I bought, I have it. Like mm-hmm. I bought it and I me played too. maybe like two, three hours into it. I got extremely overwhelmed right away and i put it down there's there a lot of
0: stuff going on with that i mean like it it looks fun i like the visuals i like some of the rework like the redone like maps and stuff that they've done like revisiting it's it's yeah i like the game and what it's trying to present itself but yeah there's just so much to it's it's retain. too much like the thing that made lego star wars for me so fun is simplicity that you, you simplicity you just run point a to point b Collect as many studs as you can. Become a Jedi Master by compl- completing all the blue studs. Right, and the
1: most the most thought you had to do is which character am I playing that does certain things?
0: That Does certain abilities? It. I could pick the one I want. I could be. Yeah. I could revisit. You know, Return of the Jedi as Qui Gon Jinn if I wanted to. I could. Re- yeah. I could revisit this as Yoda or yeah. even R two D two if I wanted to. You know what I mean? It's like it. Yeah, it was so simple.
1: Yeah. Now the new one, to me, to me, it felt. It feels like the latest Lego Star Wars game that they recently just released, it feels like they try to take everything that they've done in all their Lego games and throw it in, throw it in, throw it in, throw it in, and we're going to slap Star Wars on it. Um, The fact that there's, like, RPG elements, there's level-up elements, there's power-upgrade elements, there's, like... A million side missions a million this like pop-up events this and that like it was just way too much like i love open world and all that and i do like variety in the uh, lego games like i think lego city undercover which is a really fun game i was just
0: about to say like other lego games too outside lego (laughs) star wars like lego city undercover i even liked a little bit of lego indiana jones i thought was cool but lego city undercover to me is like GTA Children's Edition, yeah. like that game, but did, it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't
1: overwhelming. Like you yeah. had, you had the streamlined linear narrative. You had the little uh, things you need to unlock Objectives, to because right. you just played as the main guy Chase. Yep, and you had to get different disguises because he's a cop undercover, of course. And so, like, it was very crafty, and and the side missions weren't overwhelming. Where with this one, like, I literally. I paused I remember I paused the game real quick just to kind of navigate the menu for a second just to see and and like the map was like all these things started popping up everywhere and I'm just like uh, okay and then it's like okay well I don't even know where to start I'm like okay and then like I didn't know what the direction of the story was so I'm like what exactly am I doing it's like they like threw me in a open Lego world but I'm still you know freaking ray skywalker now apparently and it's like what do i do you know or i can go and create my own little guy and right it it was i don't know and and then each one had like its own bracket of skill sets like if you played a droid droids have their own skill sets and you got to level up if you play a jedi if you play uh, a bounty hunter if you play a you know scoundrel like you had all these things and i don't know to me basically what i'm saying is if you like the lego the new lego stars which is a lot more which is fantastic and is great fantastic good for you for me personally just perspective on us the simplicity
0: or Mike, is what attracted us to those yeah, games in the first I, place I, I can't do
1: it i really cannot do it and i haven't gone back to play it in, because I if i won't.
0: pick up a lego star wars game i want to just mind numbingly pick up a controller slash some you know droids bad guys and stuff collect some studs complete the level maybe have a few laughs with like you know my friends family whoever i'm playing with and that's it and,
1: and don't get me wrong like i do want like some variety into it like i don't i don't want it to be extremely linear i do appreciate like what they do like um lego ninjago introduced the whole like master builder thing or even the lego movie introduced like Mm -hmm. some master builder stuff and that stuff was kind of cool and stuff um but the the key thing was it didn't feel overwhelming like i mean if you don't know about this about me which i don't think i've ever said it in video games i am a freaking completionist Uh and i i don't i don't feel like i have adhd but when i play video games i do have adhd i'll be like all right you know here's your main quest you got to get to this town all right it's literally you know 100 steps this way Uh okay but then i'm walking hey hey stranger can you help me get this over here wait that's a thousand steps that way well, I'm going to knock that out before I go. All right. I'm going to go this way. Wait, hey, stranger. I need help here. There's a new hidden cave or a new hidden like item over here. Wait, what? Let me go that way. And every so every
0: time we try to progress, you just get trailed right back and
1: you're just going, you're going before you. And you know, and sometimes I do that too, because I like to grind out my character to make them uh, a little more powerful. If it's like right. an RPG type of game or whatever. And so I'm doing all this, all this. So, you know, next thing you know, it 70 hours later, level 100. You're still. I still haven't done the first quest. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you weren't a big grindy person, though. Ah, uh, if it's entertaining, if it's entertaining, and if it if it gives me value in what I'm doing. So, for example, you know, um, Pokemon. Like, mm-hmm. I will sit for two hours in a grass mm-hmm. fighting level two Pokemon, so I can take that little. I
0: feel like that takes the fun away of Pokemon, though. Does it not? Because after a while, you become so OP, it becomes like almost not.
1: I'm sorry. What the hell is the point of Pokemon? Well, see- tell me what the point of Pokemon is. Whoa! Wait, wait, tell whoa. me. Hold up. <laughs> tell me what no, is the no, point no. of Pokemon? Oh no, we're getting. Are are you not? Uh, are you not getting? Are, aren't you not a trainer?
0: Uh,
1: uh, you're, yeah, you did get blue shell. Like, uh, I'm sorry. Like, the point of Pokemon is to be a Pokemon trainer. The point is to develop your Pokemon and make them be strong to kick all the other Pokemon's butts. I mean. So yes, if but I progress if
0: along and not like sit in one spot for like two hours, three hours. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: I, I, we're, okay. I'm going to, I'm I'm about to play the Super Bowl in football and I'm going to practice for one day and expect to play the championship the next day. No, I'm going to be practicing every day, every moment, as much as I can. So I can be as best I can. So I could go win the championship.
0: I've Okay. Look, 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 I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I've heard different takes on that. Like some people are like, no, you shouldn't do that. Oh, you shouldn't be too grindy. And then some people are like, yeah, like yourself. Like yeah you should uh, So I'm kind of like Is there a medium I'm
1: sorry If you're gonna If you play Pokemon
0: I'm not a big Pokemon guy I I just said it Hey I
1: I don't care Rewind If you play Pokemon And someone tells you Not to be a grinder You should not be playing Pokemon then (laughs) That is the whole point of Pokemon It is to You're you're literally a trainer uh, You collect animals That have abilities uh, To train them To win the championship Uh huh Anyone who tells you otherwise that don't grind or whatever, you're stupid. You shouldn't be playing Pokemon.
0: All right, all right, back on track. <laughs> no. I hear you. No, that look, was a blue
1: shell moment right now. I, like, I, what I, the hell was I, that about? I
0: got you. Okay. Look, I'm just saying I've heard different I'm
1: helping you out. So if I'm trying to tell you otherwise, you'd listen, be like, hey, listen. Hey,
0: I, I, I'll i be like, let's go replay this episode. Go listen <laughs> like, to damn, the Duxel cast. Mad. Go listen to the Duxel cast. Go listen. You can hear the receipts of how this man helped me out to understand Pokemon better.
1: I want you to clip that, and that's going to be our advertising. Listen, I'm going to tell you. If you play Pokemon and you don't grind the Pokemon to be the best, (laughs) as Ash and the theme song has told us numerous, numerous times, you have no business playing Pokemon. Okay, simple as that. If you're not going to spend two hours in the very beginning of the game fighting level one Rattatas and getting, you know, 10 experience so that your Rattata can be level 20 by the time you fight the first Pokemon. Right. You're done.
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah. Was gonna look for, <laughs> look for something that. What are you gonna
1: look for? No, just hold up, hold up, hold up. So, that's uh. my take. So, anyways, that's what I have when it comes to these games. I don't have it volume up. So, if you're gonna play something,
0: Oh, man, you're not that. in. You're the inverted guy. I can't move your trackpad. Yeah, up.
1: I'm inverted. That's how you operate. No, that's no. how a sophisticated person operates. If you move your joystick up to look up and not down. You have no business playing shooters or flying airplanes.
0: Turn that up. Crank it up. That's, nice. <laughs> that's what I got from that. You want? You want
1: infinite power?
0: Unlimited power. That's 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 what I got from nice, all that.
1: Good one. Yep. That's what I got from all that. Hey, dude. I'm just saying. If you don't, it, there's certain type of grinding you do in games, uh-huh. and if it's entertaining, then great. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you have some form of where it makes you better, mm-hmm. you know you got to do it. So whatever, I don't care. Yes, sir. at the end of the day, somehow Palpatine would <laughs>
0: i think at this point we need to have that just as a sound i'm gonna make it
1: i'm gonna make it my clip <laughs> you,
0: you should. i'm gonna make
1: it my clip honestly and i'm I, gonna play it randomly <laughs> even if it's not even star wars related i don't even care it
0: doesn't even matter at, the, at this point honestly i just like the prices right you're <laughs> <I> like, <laughs> like, yeah, right um anywho um hey you know it was
1: a fun star wars game what's up um uh, they don't make these anymore what's up nowadays um I just want to say that I actually enjoyed all the Star Wars games that they made that was to be released with the movies.
0: Oh, yeah. Like the, the movie, the, 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 the so movie, the Star Wars, Revenge of the Sith, the video game of the movie. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. They right. also
1: did Phantom Menace. They also did um, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones was actually pretty fun. I got that one for free when um, on my birthday or was it birthday or Christmas um, when I first time I ever got my Xbox. Mm. I was never an Xbox guy. I was Nintendo, and then I was a Sony fanboy for a second there. Were you? That's surprising. yeah. And then I got my brother, who was in the military, um, came for Christmas one time and surprised me with an Xbox. And I was like, "This is so random." Because at that time, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was I was a Sony fanboy, so I hated on Xbox all the time. And so he gave me an Xbox, and inside it had it was the one that was packaged with two games for free, and it was Tetris uh, Worlds and Star Wars: Attack of the Clones. Mm. And I was like, "What?" So I tried, you know, had that. In addition, he also bought me Night to the Republic uh-huh. and Halo. I don't know who the salesman was when he bought this because, again, I had no idea of nothing about Xbox at that time. Mm. I'm sure he didn't. But this the salesman, like, got him the right game. Perfect bundle. Yeah. yeah. So, but I remember going back and it had co-op, uh, the Attack of Clones game. And me and my cousin, would be playing the, uh, the one. It was the tie-in to the movie. But there was one that I really, really enjoyed that was a tie-in to the movie. Uh, Phantom Menace and it was called, I don't know if you've ever played this, um, but those that have, where the hell is it? Right here. Uh, Star Wars Episode One Jedi Power Battles. I had that one for my PS uh, PlayStation 1 and it was so freaking awesome because you got to play a variety of um, Jedi's. Uh-huh. And it had, like, kind of like a semi alternate story that took place in Naboo and different little settings here and there. Uh-huh. Um, but, dude, it was freaking awesome. And I feel like that game gets no love whatsoever. Um, but I really, really th- thoroughly enjoyed that one.
0: So, after all these games that we pretty much mentioned, was there anything else that you're missing or that I'm missing that we haven't talked or shed too much light on with Star Wars Nintendo games? I was going to see if we could, like, kind of try to, like, maybe now. Almost categorize or like, kind of like order which one is like maybe like a must play and what's accessible, you know, from you know, highest to least or least to greatest. You know what I mean?
1: Well, to the point of what we've already been saying, it depends on what you want to play. Sure, because you ask any Star Wars fan, let alone Star Wars video game fan, Uh the the automatic is Knights of Republic, Mm -hmm. but the problem with Knights of Republic, it's an RPG game. It's one of the best RPG games. It's the RPG game that allowed Mass Effect to exist and become a great success. Mm-hmm. Um, and even was a dragon's Dragon Age. But it depends because if you want to categorize them, right, you would have to try. You'd have to be very strategic with what exactly that means. So if you're looking at RPG, Knights of the Republic is the best. Two was all right, but that one's the best. If you're looking for like action adventure, but with the taste of uh, RPG, the current Jedi Fallen Order series mm-hmm. is the go. And it's challenging. It has, it gives you a little bit of that, um, like Dark Souls feel to it. Yeah. Metroidvania. Um, the exploration. Kind well, of. that, but I was talking more of like the difficulty because, oh, okay. like, right. the moment you rest uh-huh. in the original, if you rest, it like revives all the enemies. Right. And some of these enemies are like stupid hard. Yeah. Um, And then if you want to go with, like, open multiplayer adventure, that's where Battlefront Mm. comes into play. If you want, like, multiplayer family, Lego Uh comes into play. Um, If you want adventure, third-person adventure, but, like, not as Uh RPG-ish, Force Unleash. Right. Um, You can't get them, like, easily, but if you want a flight sim... The original Rogue Squadrons mm-hmm. are fantastic versus the... Um,
0: Rogue Squadron 1 is available. I wish it was on Switch, <clears> um, but it is on Steam, um, the original Rogue Squadron. Oh, is it really? Yeah, on 64. <laughs> I mean, the one from on 64, it is on Steam. I think it's like 5 bucks.
1: The problem... The, the, not, that's not a problem. Like, it's, it's, the first one, the 64 one, is still fantastic, which I have it um, in the box and put away. That's sick. Um, but I think Rogue Leader 2 is the best one. It, it is. And if that one was available to play. Like, you know, they keep saying, like, oh, GameCube or Nintendo remake all these games. Granted, I know remake the games that you own. But if they were somehow able to get Rogue Leader. Rogue Squadron
0: 2 on Switch. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Rogue Leader, Rogue Squadron 2 on Switch would be freaking bonkers, dude.
0: Yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, you look at that game still to this day. It still looks visually Incredible,
1: yeah, because GameCube, like we talked about this before, like yeah. between Xbox and GameCube and PS2, like Xbox and GameCube were right there next to each other. Yeah. But GameCube really embraced a lot of what they were able to do, mm-hmm. they didn't complicate it, yeah, for sure. But I don't know, it, it, it just it, depends on what you're looking for, it depends, yeah, it, it depends on what you're looking for, and it depends on what's available and what you have.
0: And I think that's kind of the nice thing about something as broad as the universe of Star Wars is that you could quite literally take all these different types of genres for like almost any player and make it, I mean, God, for, I mean, for crying out loud, we haven't even talked about like, there was, there's a, there's a interesting, passionate fan base for this too, but there's star Wars pinball too. Like even something, Bro, as, I got that one too. That one's super fun. Something as simple as pinball, dude. You know what I mean? Like star Wars has something for pretty much everyone. And I think it's definitely worth checking out, especially in this, you know, time today that we're in the season that we're in, of course, for star Wars,
1: um, Minecraft, you know, they're just fun. What's that? I go Star Wars is even in Minecraft. So if you like oh, Minecraft. Why there didn't you I go. talk about
0: this? Star Wars has a Fortnite event going on right now. Um which, oh yeah, that yeah. Too. Yeah, you got um, Anakin, Padmé and uh Maul in uh Fortnite right now. Yeah.
1: They've done a lot. Like I have mm. I have quite a few skins mm-hmm. characters from Star Wars in I got the uh, full
0: the I have the full Beskar armor for Mando on in Fortnite. Which is that that, you want to talk about grinding? That took me a fat minute to get all the to complete all of those do For the battle you. path. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, like hush you over there. Um, I just had my kid play, dude. My kid <laughs> knocks that out of the. <laughs> because like your kid will
0: probably play that like it's candy, like it's drugs, bro. It's, I mean that's what most kids. Will no, play.
1: it's because my my son is like really freaking good at Fortnite. Yeah, and which one? My uh, my eldest. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, both of them are pretty good, but my eldest, like that dude, can like. He he wins battle royals like it's nobody's business. Like if I ever want to feel good and like let me go win a battle royale, I'll be like hey join my squad and I'll, <laughs> I'll make it happen. Like he he carries me. I'm not gonna lie, my my son carries me in Fortnite. Mm. Um, every now and you, then. How old I... your son again? Huh? How old is your son again? Uh, he's gonna be 15. Gosh, wow. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he'll be 15 in a couple months. But um, yeah, no, he he carries me in Fortnite. And um, and I'm not talking about like I'll be in there. I'll be like two, three kills, five kills, and I'll feel really proud. I'll be like, yeah, you know, I got my fifth kill. Where you at, dude? And He'd be like, I'm 120. And I'm just like, what? You killed half the lobby already? Like, That's, stop already. Yeah, stop. Bro. Um, But yeah, no, he, he, because of his skill set and everything, he's able to, like, gain experience. Pretty much the all, of this,
0: all the cosmetics you'd ever want. Yeah. You just get him that controller, he'll do it for you. Yeah. Well, because he, crazy. like
1: I said, because of his skill set, he's able to earn the experience a lot quicker. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, yeah. For me, it was hard, bro. I had to grind all that stuff to yeah. get all that. If I was doing card. it by
1: myself, it would probably take me a minute. But, yeah,
0: see, why are you hating on me so much, bro? You're you're in the same league as me. That's your son you're talking about. You're, you're boasting about your son right now. But I'm still. But
1: I'm still I'm, like.
0: I'm talking about you and me right now.
1: The way my son is, the way my son is, like, you know, light years better than me at Fortnite. I'm light years better than you in Fortnite. That's what I'm saying.
0: Ouch. <laughs> you want to play? Let's go. Let's go around. Let's we'll see how it goes. I don't.
1: I don't want to bruise your ego, bro. Uh,
0: you can't. You can't bruise my ego more than you already have, bro. <laughs>
1: I'll take that as a compliment.
0: It, it is a compliment. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what the best compliments I've are? Displayed. The best ones are when you could jab at yourself and, yeah. and not take all offense day. to it. Hey, that's I'm looking what, at, and that's, and that's what I'm learning between Rick and I here is that pretty much, you know, he, he, uh, he pokes at me. I'll poke at myself and, and this guy's going to go, dang, nothing pokes this guy anymore.
1: It's oh like, yeah. I'm nice. heartless. Yeah. <laughs> but I do give you props when you, when you give me a good one, I'm like, Oh, that was actually not bad. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. But then I come back with the fire. I'm looking at the switch right now and I'm looking at um sales star wars games that are on there mm-hmm. um honestly the best the best deal right now honestly is just is the that uh, bundle you mentioned is earlier? that bundle yeah what was it called again it's the uh heritage pack 2023 you get one, two, three, four, five, seven uh five seven games for 40 bucks
0: pick up on that. And you got six days from today i think at yep. the time of posting this Yep, to- six days
1: from today and then if you want if You didn't want to get all those games. They do sell them separately. They're like, mm, most of them are 10 Bucks. Honestly,
0: just buy the bundle. Yeah,
1: cuz you're getting better deal for your dollar. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to dabble in that Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, which we were, you know, I I'm not a personal fan, but it's it's, you it's know. still
0: a solid game. It's just for a different
1: Uh 3 days yeah. remaining, so probably till Sunday. And how much is that? that one's like 19, I think. It's 60% off, so it's $23.99 23 right 23 Yeah, yeah. And then all like and I think the season pass is also on sale. You know
0: what? I also, you know what? Okay. The reason I said 19 is because I think I saw um, shout outs to Wario64 on Twitter, if any of you guys follow him. But I think he shared a deal where you can get Skywalker Saga for Switch, PlayStation, or Xbox for 19 right now. Star Wars Pinball. From GameStop.
1: Star Wars Pinball is 50% off. It's there you 15 go. bucks. Hey, man. It's, That's a fun one, dude. I'm not going to lie. I, I love pinball.
0: Yeah. The Force is strong with the eShop today. So, yeah.
1: yeah take advantage of them deals. Um, Yeah, no, as far as games, like, those are... Those
0: are really the ones, I think, that really stand out the most to us.
1: There's a lot of... I have, like... uh, There's a lot of obscure games, too, on PlayStation... Or on... um, uh, That they made, like... Another one that I have for my PlayStation 1, which I... I think I already put it away in my box, is Star Wars Demolition. It was like a destruction derby, but it was Star Wars. (laughs) It was super obscure, but it was a really fun game.
0: I also really... Bounty Hunter was another good one. Yeah, I was... Just about to freaking fit. that was Fed. a good one yes controls
1: were a little wonky but that was a good one
0: yes yeah that <clears throat> one was good um yeah i almost for I almost forgot about that one man
1: yeah. we also can't continue talking about star wars without without mentioning that quantic dream is making one quantic oh
0: that's right they, the they, makers that's right. i forgot of yeah, heavy they, rain yes i forgot about that
1: um Fahrenheit, which was called Indigo Prophecy, which was one of my favorite games. Beyond Two Souls, Detroit Become Human. They're working on a Star, Star Wars, Wars Eclipse.
0: Eclipse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm curious to see how that turns out. Which They announced that, what was it, last year? Or when did they announce it's, that? I think it was last year.
1: Th- so this is a problem. So sidebar c- topic. This is the problem I have Announcing with games, too games early. announced too early because they can get canceled. This is one thing I love about Nintendo is that they will shadow drop a game you never knew that they were in production or what was happening, but... Metro they, Prime. Metro Prime. They either drop it, and when they drop it, it's either going to be like, it's out today, it's out next week, it's out next month, or it's out in two months, and that's it. They don't sit there and dwell on anything, but... Um,
0: With exceptions of things like Zelda, maybe Mario, like 3D Mario games, like every now and then those ones you got to build a little bit of hype up towards, but <clears> but pretty much, yeah, I mean...
1: You know what else? You know what other Star Wars games was kind of cool? Hmm. Uh, Disney Infinity did a pretty good take on they Star did.
0: Wars. They did, yeah. I mean, mi- okay.
1: I still uh, have like yeah. some of the...
0: I don't know about you, but I, I kind of miss the whole Toys to Life like line of games. Um, yeah. Disney Infinity, I think, did that really, really well.
1: Um, Infinity did it really... They did it decently because they expanded on the toy box mode from Toy Story 3. That's yep. literally what Disney Infinity is, is that mode, yep. which was really well done. Um, it just, the problem I had with Disney Infinity Is that it didn't really have a story Or structure for anything mm. The game that I feel, outside of Skylanders Because I never really paid too much Skylanders But nope. I feel like they did a pretty good job as well But what me, being a Lego guy Lego Dimensions was amazing Like, I loved it And it made sense It yep. was literally the Lego games Instead of unlocking the character that had the ability to buy it But it was cool because you actually got an exclusive Like, essentially an exclusive minifig Which I have I want to say I kept all of them, every single one that's released. I might have missed some at the very very end, Wave 3, but um like I love the way and it had a whole story. There was a legitimate story that went all the way through and and you had to follow. But Can you
0: imagine if Disney <clears throat> took their Dreamlight Valley game that they have right now and 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 mixed that with the Disney Infinity like toy line? Yeah. That'd be pretty cool.
1: Um but the Disney Infinity did it when they did Disney Infinity 3.0, they big portion of it was focused on star wars and it, it was pretty good they had a little story to it um the sims also got a lot of uh yeah. star wars they yeah, had the they uh, journey to batu yeah. which is uh, the uh, isn't that galaxy's edge isn't that yeah. what it's called mm-hmm. yep. batu? Uh, yeah Back to, yeah Batu. yeah because mm-hmm. the the theme park in disneyland the star wars land it's, a, it's, it's an the, actual like location in the star wars yes yes that's correct <coughs> so that was pretty cool the one game that um i wish we got and maybe we still will but i don't know if you remember uh it was star wars oh my god i think it was called 1901 or 1100. oh 1313 1313 yep mm-hmm. damn i saw that That clip game was
0: new. did you see the footage the yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying dude. that
1: was so there's a so um do you remember in the latest season of mandalorian that little like spin because to me mandalorian is like a video game there's like side quests left and yeah right, right. the side quests where everyone hates the episode because it had jack black and rizzo yeah yeah, yeah, whatever right. but do you one... call her rizzo is it rizzo or lizzo, <laughs> lizzo rizzo?
0: that's amazing i gonna remember that rizzo. her name's lizzo but isn't,
1: but it... isn't there a rizzo no I don't know.
0: oh man here's the here's the interesting gap between here and i on our on our perspectives my generation knows more of the word riz and i
1: have no idea (laughs) and so
0: you probably come across the word riz at some point and probably put lizzo and riz together and you came up with
1: i just don't know who that person was it's
0: okay it's okay no that's just anyways if you look at
1: the uh, removing that part of the episode and you go to the part where like uh they had to go and investigate the droids and they go through coruscant Uh like that's kind of what it reminded me of like that was even andor there was a couple parts of uh-huh. andor where they do that and that's what reminded me of of that game like i'm like man could you imagine having like this bounty hunter pretty much you know star wars bounty hunter with you know jango Fett and modern tech and big story development side quests like mm. that'd be amazing and they canceled they scrapped the game
0: it Sucks. It, it looked so so
1: good yeah. 2013 is when now, And the only reason it got scrapped, just so people understand, is Lucas Arts was making it. And at that time, that was around the time Disney, Disney bought and they and like, shut it
0: down. Yeah. Yep. Hate it, man.
1: Oh, right here. I just saw Star Wars 1313 was supposed to revolve around Boba Fett in his early adulthood, navigating past the scum of civilization in an underground area of Coruscant known as Level 1313. Yes that now, I is think, dope I, concept and
0: i think they now knowing the context of where boba fett has ended up with book of boba fett and everything else i feel like that may have changed things or where where in the timeline did it say that was supposed to be was that like in his early adulthood it said, it
1: said uh, early adulthood
0: okay okay never mind so they could still they could still do that if they really wanted so to so it's
1: between the uh well it says here too like level 13 in terms of legacy yeah, yeah. level 13 13 because if you don't know coruscant like it's literally like imagine you know on a, a normal planet but layers and layers and layers and layers of just construction construction if you watch andor um i believe it's a lot andor. of time there well no well, was it andor or was it mandalorian it's
0: mandalorian because they're on Coruscant. On yeah and
1: mandalorian where they show like the peak of the tallest mountain yep. uh-huh. but it was just like a little thing like yeah that they little, were able it's to a see little, tiny, yeah that episode by the way was freaking awesome i love it yeah um it's good i love the world building but anyway so level 13 is one of the levels because it's all based like that and i guess um in one of the clone wars the cartoon uh, ahsoka tano visits level 13 mm-hmm. so they kind of you know it, it. exists. It's lore, but mm. but yeah, no. So it's uh, adulthood. Bring
0: it, Bring it back, Disney. Bring it back. Star thirteen, thirty. I feel like okay. You know how they talk about games that are like like absolute must like must have games that people want to see like come to life or come to fruition. Like I'm sure like when I when I say this category, I'm thinking of things like Half Life three. I'm sure you've heard about everybody talk about Half Life three or Left for Dead three. Well, they're or, supposed to be a Knights of Republic. Right, right. Notice that was a lot of threes, right? <laughs> Sonic yeah, they like, There's the
1: Andrew Garfields right. of uh, video games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not my man throwing shade. They never,
1: they never get that third film. Play
0: that Palpatine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need to have that on button, man. You, you just, you, you, I just need to have it on button because <laughs> my man Andrew's ain't going to love. Somehow Palpatine returns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not my man throwing shade at Andrew. I love Andrew Garfield. Come on, man, he
1: deserved better. But anyway, I still, I, I still have hope, hope that they yeah, will no, still make too, amazing no, Spider Man three. Me,
0: me too, me too. Another time when we could talk maybe more on Spider Man. Um, but um,
1: you talk about canceled games and bringing them back.
0: Yeah, yeah. Half Life three, <clears throat> Left for Dead three, um, Sonic Adventure three. Gosh, a lot of games. I have with three. Uh, I'm noticing. But I thirteen thirteen is one of those games. Yeah. Is what I'm saying.
1: I think what's important though. Is, and you touched on this earlier, it's, uh, well, we both did, but it's the mechanics. Yes. You got to find the games that work well Mm -hmm. and you got to continue and build on them well. Right. Because I think um, even though we can make a three Mm -hmm. or make this, if it's. How do
0: you keep it in line with what made it it good right because you could slap that title on anything right that you come up with but does it respect the nature of what the the, yeah right the essence of what made those games that you love so much does it keep that or or build on it rather without losing its identity of what the first one or two are whatever this case is and Star Wars 1313, 13, in this case, doesn't have an original right, it's concept, an, yeah, IP. Right, right, So this one doesn't actually have to worry too much about that portion, but pretty much, like, how do you still... I mean, and, and I guess in this case, the instead of gameplay mechanics, with 1313's case, it's more of, like, the narrative, I guess, is what they can lean more on. How do you keep that in line with what well, made people...
1: So ahead. for me, with 1313, 13, like... <clears throat> they would have to build on things that have obviously have already been established and obviously they can bring in their new ideas, but you got to think of what the concept is. And it's like a third person open world in a sense, even though it's a specific level of course on, um, game. But like you said, the narrative part, like Mm -hmm. you got to let that be the definitive driver, but you got to have good game mechanics. So you look at Star Wars Bounty Hunter, you look at Star Wars Force Unleashed, you look at Star Wars, um, the Jedi Fallen Order series, and Mm -hmm. then you look at other third-person games like, you know, Horizon, Uncharted, Legend of Zelda, um, things like that, Mm -hmm. and you see how they work. Right. And you take the best parts and try to do it. I think um, Knights of Republic is a good one with- uh, With narrative style because you do travel different levels of course on mm. and then different worlds for that mm-hmm. matter and you see different sides of Star Wars sure I think that in terms of storytelling and narrative media wise now. Post, you know, Disney ownership, post the sequel trilogy, everything that Dave Filoni and John Favreau have been doing with Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and or even Rogue One for that matter, uh, right. and now coming up Ahsoka and Clone Wars Rebels, all that stuff. Like they have a good idea of what Star Wars can be. They can't listen too much to the fans as far as like being judgmental with it, but they have enough where it's coming out to be mm-hmm. okay. Like, like I said, like for me, Mandalorian season three, a lot of people don't like it. I love this season. There was so much world building, even the little wonky Star Wars, like, yeah, what's her name? Lizzo and Jack Black. Like that to me is like the funky side of Star Wars, which is okay. People have a problem with them. Like, why do you have a problem with it? Like, if you're a Star Wars fan, you know that this exists in the Star Wars universe, The little... There's the things top, outside
0: of things. Jedi, outside of Mandalore, outside of the, you know, the dark side, the force. Right. There's 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 a world. Yeah. There's and, and, people.
1: And, 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 and there's, you know, little cringy things here and there. But that's that's Star Wars. Yeah. But when you look at those world building things like that episode that I mentioned earlier about Mandalorian, where it focuses on it doesn't even have like Mando barely in the episode. It just focuses on um, I forgot the character's name, but they're on the, Coruscant the, and the doctor, the right? doctor. Mm-hmm. Yes. There you go. Yeah. That guy. Um, and then you look at, you know, that episode with Jack Black, where they're like investigating the droids, which was really interesting and fascinating. It felt like, like
0: a Scooby-Doo episode. You a, know crime, what I mean? yeah. a crime. <laughs> well, it was, it was
1: a de- like a detective show. And I yeah. loved how they tried to solve everything. I was like, "Wow, oh, here we go. Mando Batman over here discovering the problems. Um, And then you watch Andor and you see like all the politics of things going on in that episode. And oh. like... It's there, like that's Star Wars. Like it doesn't always have to be lightsabers and Jedi and yeah religion and power. Like it can be these things. Don't be afraid. That's why I appreciate
0: Andor so much because it it quite literally takes all that away yeah. and just focuses on.
1: Andor was amazing. Yeah,
0: Andor was great, and some of the most visually appealing visuals I've seen. I think in any Star Wars. Like Disney era, I mean, maybe even in general. You're I mean, right. Yeah. yeah, they
1: they did. The like, visuals
0: were really freaking good, man. It, I would have killed to see that like on a screen. It like had, a theater. yeah, it yeah.
1: had a lot of like the um, oh god, what's the word I want to use the a, a different word besides tangible? But it was I forgot what I normally say. But it, it looked more like there was actual sets. There was actual props. It wasn't like practical. as it, there you go. It was more practical. It wasn't as CG as like cuz sometimes mando the way they do it they have like this big old 360 screen they have a big screen. like a dome yeah, yeah and it's, it's like it's cool okay.
0: but it's also cuz you can't tell when you watch it but then yeah. when sometimes. you know some, yeah sometimes
1: <laughs> um but like but, yeah it felt but, like it felt like andor because that was one of the big things they want when they made Rogue One. They really wanted to right. have that practicality. And I of really things.
0: respected the first one of the sequel trilogy, The Force Awakens, for doing a lot of practical stuff. Yeah. So what's kind of funny, I, I'm just gonna touch on it really quickly, is that I thought The Force Awakens when I first watched it was gonna was good, and I thought it was gonna be the worst of the sequel trilogy because that was me speaking highly, thinking this is good, this is going in a good direction. Yeah, it's a repeat of A New Hope, but this is the best uh, so like, far but it's gonna be the worst
1: it's gonna pro- progressively yeah, get better and exactly. better. exactly boy, terms- was i wrong
0: <laughs> that's the best yeah. one of the sequel trilogy but um i really liked how jj abrams decided to use a lot of you know practical props and stuff like that keeping it true to you know the nature of how these star wars films are so just in my opinion very like just foot cutthroat like they're you know, MacGyver, well, yeah, dude.
1: Yeah. The, and what the I mean
0: transitions, by, the the you know, the sets that they're in. It's just very like here it is. Yeah. You well know? what
1: I what I mean by they were MacGyver is that when these movies the original trilogy was made, they didn't have visual effects of course to an extent. They had to get crafty with it, so they had to make a lot so he, of so they kept practical it, yeah. places. So they stuff. kept
0: it that way, which I really like. So in the same manner, you know, yeah, andor I think did a lot of that too but it just looked really really good yeah. and i like and i and i think what also kept me captivated in that too is that it wasn't like you said focused on you know some jedi crap or like the skywalkers or the you know yeah
1: you there's know, more but. star wars beyond skywalker man yeah
0: and that's what i really want us to get past because there's dude the high republic you know like far 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 or, or hey what we've been begging for show us you know the old 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 you know republic let's go like way 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 back let's look at that too but
1: the problem i have with anything that we going back like i love prequels don't get me wrong uh-huh. but the problem i have with a lot of that is that we know where it ends and this is why i was so excited we know where it's going to get to at some point and this is why i was so excited with the sequel trilogy but they just fumbled the ball this is the problem i have with um, a little bit with Mandalorian and, and all these shows that they're doing is cause they all take place before the sequel trilogy. And at the end of the day, we, there's no curiosity or suspense because we know at some point where it's going to lead to mm-hmm. Um, even the video games. Like I love the video games and, and stuff like that. But when they take place within canon wise, or they try to, we know where it's going to get. Like I love Cal Kestis, this character and I love yeah. everything to him, but Are we ever going to see them live action, which can possibly happen?
0: I'm playing through Survivor right now, so we'll see. I I haven't seen anything story wise, but I I feel like I've heard some indication that there might be. But the thing is, though, they're not,
1: it doesn't, at the end of the day, though, it's not going to matter. Like they can give us live action, they can put them in the shows and everything, but it's not going to matter because we know where the end Like, for example, um, this wasn't in the season finale of episode three. Of or season three of Mandalorian, but it's been in it was in the trailer of Ahsoka. If you Mm -hmm. saw the trailer, Uh they're bringing um, Admiral Thrawn back. Yeah, right. And I'm like, this is exciting, but he he's not around in the sequel trilogy, which takes place thirty years later. So it's like, I'm excited to see this character. I'm excited to see all this, especially because they're using the the actor. You already know the outcome, but we know what's going to happen unless they erase the sequel trilogy, which we don't know. It's there's a part of me that's sad that it's like, eh, you know. I don't know, we'll see. we'll see I mean I mean I'm sh- you know at the end of the day, Star Wars is crazy, and somehow palpatine returns <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. we have we have a lot of those today with star wars it's it's bittersweet right like it's it's so fun to talk about, but then it's also like, mm. <laughs> so yeah,
1: they'll 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 figure it out, yeah,
0: anywho guys? that's a lot of um uh, may the Fourth be with you. Uh, first off. So before we get off. Yeah.
1: Top 3, doesn't matter genre or anything. Mm. Your top 3 okay. star wars games okay. for either you okay. yourself that you like.
0: Okay. Rogue Squadron 2. And this is in no order. Rogue Squadron 2. Um uh Jedi at the moment Jedi fall order. Um and then the last one just for nostalgia purposes is probably going to be um Episode 1 Racer.
1: Um Ninto Republic the best star wars game. That's my number 1 pick no matter what we,
0: we didn't even talk about battlefront
1: i mentioned it you I mentioned just, it, i didn't, we didn't spend, talk about I didn't it i didn't spend time on it we didn't
0: spend time but okay honorable mention battlefront in there as well
1: which one <laughs> two battlefront two mm-hmm. yeah yeah two uh, last one that pandemic studios made yes
0: yeah not 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 the not the the ea battlefront just to be
1: clear, that's what I said. The last one, pandemic. Yeah, right, right, yeah, one.
0: yeah. no, I, I got you. I'm just saying, like, to everybody listening, not the EA Battlefront. Just to be clear, but yes, the
1: EA Battlefronts weren't too bad. They weren't. But it's it's. I the- think people
0: just got really, you know, bent in a shape on the gotcha system with the whole, you know, loot boxes and everything, which that was a weird, that was a weird era, but. No, the game itself was That's
1: pretty. a whole other topic. I didn't have topic. any yeah. issue with any no, of no. that. No, no. Yeah. I can care less.
0: But yeah. But Big, Battlefront yeah. 2
1: was the EA Battlefront 2 was actually pretty good. That one was good. The yeah. su- the I'm, sucky- just, I'm
0: just clarifying which Battlefront I'm talking about here. But yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Your Three? Yeah. So Knights of the Republic for sure, number one. Mm-hmm. Uh Road Squadron slash Road Squadron two would be like my next mm-hmm. favorite picks. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just trying to think what was like the the next Star Wars game that I played a lot of. I do like the new ones, the Force Unleashed.
0: I feel like it's Force uh, Unleashed with you.
1: Force Unleashed was really entertaining, as well as like the new Fallen Order ones. But I don't know. I I kind of want to say, I kind of want to say Shadows of the Empire. the Empire.
0: Yeah. Okay. At least you said that because I was gonna, I want to throw that one out there too. But I was like
1: mm. Shadows of the Empire and or maybe. In terms of like nostalgia, just having fun, remembering, having mm. a lot of fun, mm. was that Star Wars episode when Jedi Power Battles, that one was really fun. Yeah. I th- but I think that's kind of, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to like, I'm literally just trying to like rewind as many. Yeah. yeah. The ones that I played a lot. The point
0: being, there's a whole lot of Star Wars games out there.
1: There is and there isn't.
0: Th- there's a whole lot for...
1: There's a lot of Star Wars games, but that doesn't mean they're good. <laughs>
0: Hey, to you it may be good to you, others it may be crap but you know there's a whole lot to check out and hopefully you guys check out some of those sales that we mentioned on the eShop too while they're still up and around um, definitely a good deal Republic especially. Commando yeah. was fun yeah I remember that one too that's some scary moments mm-hmm. Being you, <sighs> Bounty Hunter yeah so much good stuff good
1: stuff yeah that's right Bounty Hunter mm-hmm. there's a lot but overall definitively I know for a fact Knights of Republic and Road Squadron are my favorites mm-hmm that third one is a hard, hard pick. <laughs> yeah, man. All righty. Well, that's
0: going to do it, I think. Let's, I think uh, this was fun.
1: Happy May the 4th. Yep. Let's, and
0: uh, let's initiate that safe state. And uh, just we'll always see. remember. Yep. Somehow
1: Palpatine returned. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Cast.
0: Be sure to follow us at DOKSOCAST on our Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube for more content updates.